I'm Helen. And I'm Ali. This is Cars of the Macabre. Profanities guaranteed. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back to Cars of the Macabre. Hey. Hey. <laughs> You're Ali. I'm Helen. We're back. Yep. Yeah? Are, <laughs> yeah. are you? Yeah. Are you back? I'm, I'm back and smelling like a hippie. Oh. It's lovely. I use your patchouli smelling shower gel. From Lush. From Lush. Which and is it is very Lush. Cruelty free, very importantly. We are not sponsored by Lush, but we could be. That would be amazing. That would be nice, wouldn't it? Just all the good karma Yes. Shower gel for Ali, please. For Ali, yeah. I actually can't use it because my skin would go, no! But, you know, you can smell nice with it, though. Thank you. Well, that was a tangent, wasn't it? It was. So, I mean, I would ask you what you've been up to, but this whole episode is about what we got up to as a collective last night. Yes. Oh, my God. It was such a good night. Tell us how it helps. Well, okay. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to going to start about the location so we were invited to the press night the opening night of scarcity experience that we were we were so obviously it was like well the spooky bitches have to come absolutely the cars the macabre crew cars the macabre crew it was was very fun even mark had fun he's smiling and i don't think this time it's wind no, it might be because he scared me and I ran into a metal wall and now I have a knee injury. But it's okay. The funniest moment of the night and it was not caught on camera. That one is especially for us. And that, I quite like the fact it wasn't caught on camera. It's just our thing. It's our memory. No one else saw it, thank goodness. The best part about it was, is that it was, he screamed, you screamed, it went dark and then as the lights came up was when you ran into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's just my life. And then crumpled like a sack of shit onto the floor. <laughs> well, I was more concerned that some sort of scary zombie was going to come at me. But and we should probably explain realize what it was first. Gilbert until we got out and I told you. <laughs> yeah. And I wouldn't have done. You didn't have to tell me. I'd have been like, oh, that was a monster. Right. So no one will really know what we're talking about. So... Scarcity experience, right. So, Scarcity is an immersive horror attraction located on the 140-acre former site of an abandoned theme park in Lancashire called Camelot. Urbex. Urbex. Camelot opened in 1983 and it actually closed down at the end of um, 2012. I'm going to talk about the location first because I know this location really well. Um, Jessica, my best friend from school, and I did a road trip there, spooky road trip, and we were like, right, let's do some urbex because I'm obsessed with urban exploration, especially theme parks. I don't know why, that it's just something about theme parks being defunct that is just uber scary, I think. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. When you see all the photos and stuff, like the roller coaster like tracks where all the vegetation has just like grown over it and exactly. everything like that yeah it so, gives it a real 
otherworldly. It really aura. does. Do you know? Oh, damn it! I was going to do some sort of um, a reference to Stranger Things. We haven't watched Stranger Things, have you? Yeah. You're going to have no. to. I'm telling you now, for research purposes, babe, you've got to watch Stranger Things because otherwise you won't know what I'm talking about because I quote it a lot. I think me and Goober are like the only ones who haven't watched it. But when you watch it, it's like the bad place. It reminds me of the bad place in um, in Stranger Things when you watch it. You'll oh, know. Okay. There you go. There's your homework. So I've got tons of photos from when Jess and I first went. And I'm trying to figure out when it was i think it was about 2014 okay but i don't know like i i could have maybe asked her but i did not yeah. do that no. <laughs> or checked when you took the photos i the could have done that date and timestamp. yeah but i couldn't find my hard drive to do that because um. it was stored so i've got loads of photos from then and when we first went the theme park looked very different there was still quite a lot of rides there so there were two roller coasters there mm. There was the Nightmare, which was a big... It was really tall, and you could actually see it when you're driving up to the location. You can see it poking through the trees. Oh, I love that. So spooky. And then there was a second roller coaster, uh, which was called... My mind's gone completely blank. What was it called? Gauntlet. The Gauntlet, thank you. Glad you Don't ask me that. how I know that one. <laughs> you were obviously listening. And <laughs> the the... Uh, roller coaster cars for that was still there oh, so sick. it was a dragon mm. and it was still there again i'll put all these photos on instagram this will actually i'll probably have to do quite a few posts for this because i've we've got tons of stuff <laughs> so and it was all just very embarrassing no it was a, it, not embarrassing <laughs> well f- for me maybe for you <laughs> <laughs> collectively probably but this place was just incredible and when when we got in there we had like climb through a hole in the fence because the proper rules of urbex are you don't break in you find a way that's already there for you so you don't actually cause any criminal damage when you go there you literally they say you know um take any pictures leave any footprints so no vandal no vandalizing mm-hmm. that's the word <laughs> no vandalizing you know you don't take stuff from the location all that kind of thing So, yeah, we got through the hole in the fence. I think I fell over and, like, hurt my knee. Of course you did. And then at one point, Jess, like, fell backwards and I'm pretty sure she cut her bum (laughs) on, like, brambles or something Was she not wearing any pants? (laughs) Well, no, we because we... Because at the time I was doing a fashion blog, we went there and we're like, well, while we're here, we'll do some... (laughs) We'll do a fashion shoot. So we were wearing dresses, like grunge dresses and overshirts (laughs) and boots. So it was... It looked really cool, but wasn't massively practical. But honestly, that... If you want a spooky road trip, go go on an urbex trip. Yeah, I would like to. I mean, you've spoken about them so much that I feel like I've missed out. No, we'll, like we'll find some. Yeah, no, we'll find some. They're really, they're, they're, they're just so much fun. That being a theme park was just like, mm. it was amazing. So we actually drove from Hertfordshire to Lancashire and back in a day. And, you know, it's, that's, quite, that's quite a spooky road trip. Yeah. I'd be knackered at the end. I'd have to have a nap. The thing the is, we were, our adrenaline was like so kind of heightened because security chased us. Mm. 
you know, we had, there were some really cool kids there that just hung out there and used to skate around the area. And they actually distracted the security guard so we could hide and we hid underneath the tracks of one of the roller coasters. So how come they could be there? Oh, well, they weren't supposed to be there. There's only one security guard. So when he, 140 acres. Yeah. yeah, So if he's somewhere, they could be the other side. But um, yeah, they actually kind of distracted him. And it was, it was just mad. It was brilliant. And then we went back again a couple of years later. It might have been like three, four years later, again, to do another blog shoot. (laughs) And we met up with the same kids we'd met there the first time. Oh, that's pretty cool. Wait, is that the one where you took the longboard? Yes. Ah. So when we went back, a lot of the rides had been taken away. Mm-hmm. So it was a very different looking location. So the castle was still there. All the buildings we saw last night were still there. So a lot, it's all Camelot themed. So there's a lot of, you know, Camelot y themed <laughs> things. <laughs> But the, but the roller coaster car had gone. Um, there was a galleon that had gone. So it was very different. Mm. But it was kind of cool because then you see it in a different sort of light. And we decided we were going to take, we took uh, longboards. So where the front of the castle is, which I'll post a picture of, and you can see it online there, Alice, out the front there used to be a go-kart track. Oh. And at the time, it was still there. Amazing. So, so we were skating around the go-kart track. That's cool. And again, lots, got some cool pictures, post all of them. So, you know, that, that was my experience of Camelot from, from spooky road trips, urban exploration. There was a hotel, actually, which has reopened right next door. So when we went the second time, we made a proper road trip out of it. We went up, we stayed in the hotel. Oh, we actually nice. went back a couple of times um we went in the day we went at sunset and it was just so much fun so when like the events like the the immersive sort of horror events are finished does it go back to being like an abandoned place that, and you I mean, can't they, go in there or anything they st- i believe they still keep equipment and things there because yeah. they do they do lots of events there oh okay cool. um so I'll come and I will explain that. But when I heard they were doing immersive horror experiences at Camelot Theme Park, I was just like, what? This is the coolest thing ever. In fact, somebody on Instagram, and I can't remember who it was, actually sent me an article. Nice. Because they'd seen I'd posted about it. And they were like, look what's going on. So, right, I'm going to tell you a story now that makes Camelot... Apart from looking spooky, it's actually very spooky because somebody died. This is a trigger warning. I mean, there's generally a blanket trigger warning on all of our episodes, but yeah, this this is this is definitely a trigger warning. Oh, and you know how I feel about theme parks. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, this is yeah, unfortunately, this is very (laughs) final destination-esque. Um, and the funny thing is, I'd never found this article. Mark found this article when he was looking at pictures to do this episode and I'd never seen this. And the amount of times I've researched that place and I'd never seen this article. So it's thanks to Goober. Well done, Goobs. So, yeah. So this is in the Manchester Evening News. Again, trigger warning. And it was written around the 11th of August 2004. I'm not entirely sure when this happened because we only just found out about it. Oh, hang on a minute. There you go, Goobs. 22nd of October, 2001. Okay, so it was a a while while away, but like not that far. I feel like that should have been reported at the time rather than 
three years later. Well, I think that then I'll read. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the article for the Manchester Evening News. Um, that's the best way to do it because we literally just found it. So yeah. again, trigger warning. A fairground worker died after being dragged under the wheels of a roller coaster in front of families on a day out. Mm-hmm. Harry Matthews, 59, died after suffering horrific injuries in the incident at Camelot Theme Park in Chorley. So sad. That shit would have hurt. Yeah. Children and parents saw Mr Matthews, who had been carrying out maintenance work on the Gauntlet ride, hit by one of its carriages at high speed and pulled along the track before slumping to the ground. Mr Matthews of Merton Road, Highfield Wigan, died at the scene. That is, uh, that is, that really gives me shivers. That is horrendous. That is awful. At Preston Crown Court, Prime Resorts Limited, which owned the Camelot theme park, pleaded guilty to failing to show proper duty of care to an employee and for failing to carry out sufficient risk assessments of the ride. Good. Yeah. Now, Mr Matthew St Andrew is calling for all companies to be held more accountable for health and safety in the workplace. This was back in 2001, so I would hope things have improved because, I mean, that is just... yeah. Dreadful. Andrew, 33, also from Wigan, told the Manchester Evening News today, I want my father's death to serve as a graphic example to other companies that health and safety in the workplace should be of paramount concern all of the time. I want to see greater accountability. I had talked about the standard of health and safety at Camelot with my dad in the weeks before his death because he was concerned about it. Oh, Jesus. Sadly, we were too late to do anything about it. He was a gentle, fair and popular man who will be missed by everybody who had the pleasure of knowing him. Lawrence Nigel, prosecuting on behalf of the health and safety executive, said Mr Matthews, who had 25 years' experience working in maintenance, was painting the track with a lubricant diesel when he was hit by the carriage. The accident was seen by five children and three adults. Mr Nigel told the court the injuries he suffered were horrific. This was a dreadful trauma. Effectively, his body acted as a brake on the track when it became trapped. Mr Nigel added that a full investigation by the police and HSE found that Camelot had no proper health and safety procedures for the ride in place at the time of the accident, nor sufficient risk assessments in operation. He said that something of a culture had developed in which staff would be allowed to work on the tracks even when a ride was in operation, (gasps) despite clear instructions in the maintenance manuals that this should not happen. Oh, common sense, right? That is so scary. Simon Antrobus defending said Prime Resorts Limited deeply regrets the loss of one of its most respected and skilled employees. He added that a series of new policies and procedures had been introduced since the accident to ensure there was no repeat of such a tragedy, including the employment of an independent company to audit all health and safety matters. The company has since adopted a more hands-on approach, said Mr Antrobus, and that was yeah, Manchester Evening News. I That was an accident that did not awful. need to happen at all. But that just that adds to like the macabre nature of an abandoned theme park, and it or d- one that's in operation. I mean, it's it's uh, that is really spooky, and the fact that I've only just found out about it thanks to Mark. Mm. So I was like, oh, I'll throw that in there for you. 
Thanks. So, yeah. Sorry. Oh. But, but that adds to it. That is really traumatic. And it was in October and we were there. Obviously, look, well, when this goes out... What, oh, no, September. Yes, dear. Hang We're on a minute. September. I don't know what date it is, do I? <laughs> it's September. Oh, no, but Almost go, October. It'll go this out in will October. go out in October. So, I mean, blimey O'Reilly. So that, mm. that, was a, that was a bit of a thing. And that really, to me, that is just, you know, I mean, it's not... I don't like comparing things to horror movies, but generally that's what we've got to reference things by. Yeah. And that is Final Destination 2 down to a T that is just that re- that makes me feel really like ugh. Mm. Ugh. and you wonder why I don't go on them <laughs> no and that kind of fuels your fear doesn't it yeah a little bit so cheers for that so- sorry about that yeah, sorry, sorry about, about that it. but it was a great find by Mark and it again adds to the spooky macabreness if that's not a word it is now <laughs> copyright uh, of of Camelot and and the fact that scarcity's experiences there now so so that brings me to the scarcity experience um as i said we were we were lucky enough to be invited to the press event we got little vip tickets we felt very important um we're not but we felt (laughs) very important so described on their website as a hugely horrific and interactive horror attraction right here in the northwest the scarcity experience combines intricate set design with live actors and horrifying sfx sfx special effects yeah (laughs) (laughs) to give you the fright of your life as will helen's stupidity Our, co- our cast and crew of spine-chilling spectres can't wait to meet you at the most unforgettable Halloween scare event in the UK. Step into the unknown and experience pure, unadulterated terror at the Scare City Experience. See you on the other side, if you make it, that is. Oh. So that's- At one point, I didn't think I was going to. My heart was going to <laughs> <laughs> I had to bend down and use a tree to support myself. Well, I mean... <laughs> So that so they, they, this is the second year they've done this particular immersive experience. They started off with an immersive zombie drive-in, yeah. drive-through, which Anthony and I went to, which was brilliant. So you would actually drive through the theme park to get to this great big outdoor cinema where you watched a horror movie. Quick question. Yeah. What did you prefer, the drive-through or the walking? The walking. Nice. Cool. Because it, it was more interactive and... They, because the zombies and and the and the ghouls and the actors and you know they would get in your car if you let them, but I locked the doors. I was like, no way. Yeah. So, but obviously, when when you've not got the safety of a car, it yeah. is a total immersive experience. So, I'm going to go through the zones and then we can talk about them because I I really want to hear what you think because it was just so much fun. I like smiling. That's why we're so tired today. Yeah. Because it was a lot. My face hurt. It literally yeah. ached. And it was two hours, I mean, we're in the Midlands, it was two hours north from here. Yeah. Um, and we obviously drove there and drove back in, in one day, which is fine. It was our mini spooky, spooky, spooky road trip. Spooky, spooky. Spooky road trip. Yep, that one. That's a thing. That's, it is now. It is now. So, um, so, so yeah, so, so they did, did, did that experience, which was really, really good, but they only did that for a bit. I think they maybe then... Did if when it was out of sort of Halloween season, I believe they then did a couple of other things there. So I think they did a few more showings. Okay. So they kind of utilised it. Um, so the zones, this is massive. Bearing in mind it's 140 acres. Yes, yeah, so the walk itself was two kilometres in total. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, the nice thing is, but like, there's all these zones, and then in the middle, it's split up with like there's like a food court there, isn't there? With with dancing and music, so you can take your time. You can make the event last as long as you want. Yeah, they say so. It ranges from like forty five minutes to two hours. Essentially. Yeah, I mean, how well? How long were we going around there for? Quite well. Must have been two hours. It was something like that, but I personally think they should have just done the entire walk mm. and then had refreshments and everything at the end because during that time, I kind of, like, calmed down and everything seemed to sort of lose a little bit. Don't get me wrong, like, afterwards, you know, I did... Yeah. I jumped a lot and I screamed, as you saw, but I felt like it lost a bit of momentum. Okay, well, like, we'll, we'll, we'll go through that. Um, mm. So the zones are the slaughterhouse, so these should be in order, slaughterhouse... Carney Valley, mm-hmm. Helevate, Fortress, Resurrection, Infirmary, Junkyard, Shadows, Abyss, and finally, Decontamination. <laughs> yeah, we're really good at following rules in that so, one. So, <laughs> oh God. So, um, I, so we took videos and photos and things like that, so we'll give a taste of <laughs> what it's like. And, you know, obviously don't want to ruin it for anyone. And, oh, that's cool. Mark, so Mark's got a map up on their on their website and it's got, like, zones on there, which is really awesome. What's the octopus one? Mm. Oh, Abyss. Abyss. Oh, right, yeah. Like space and... Yeah, that makes death, sense. Maybe. So what I... Th- but like, I'm going to start off just by saying, like, so the first couple, <laughs> Slaughterhouse and Carney Valley, because we're scared of clowns. So that was you that did was a so lot. well. I did not. I I put my brave on. I'm, I'm glad you did because I don't think I was going to get through there, and I actually think I might have vomited at one point. I actually thought you were going to be sick at one point. <laughs> so basically, the zones are set up. Um, a lot of them are set up within the old defunct buildings of mm. the theme park, very safely, obviously, and they've kind of reworked them so they can house these these mazes. And so Slaughterhouse and Carney Valley were in what used to be... They used to do jousting at Camelot Theme Park. Like real-life jousting? Real-life jousting. And, I mean, I'm sure they didn't Without, kill each other. Yeah. <laughs> so not real, real-life jousting. But all along there was where the jousting track was and there was a load of food places in that area. Mm-hmm. So that's where those two zones were set up. And what you do is you, you go around in sort of groups of six, don't you-ish? Yeah. There were four of us, so we ended up normally having two more people with us. Yeah, from depending on how quick group. people were sort of going ahead and everything yeah. like that. But what did you think? Because we've been to Horror Mazes before. We've we've done um, Alton's House, obviously. Mm. But what did you think of, um, like, the first two especially? Do you know what? It was, it was brilliant. And, I mean, as I'm getting older, I'm finding I'm of more of a nervous disposition than I used to be. <laughs> Massively so. Like, don't get me wrong, I can watch a horror movie and not flinch at Yeah, all. that's true, actually. Nothing scares me with that. Or, like, reading a book and things like that. Like, yeah. you've got you and Jules, like, jumping out your skin, and I'm like, yeah, cool. <laughs> la, la, la. <laughs> but when it's, like, like you say, because it's immersive and stuff, there's something about the actual being there. But I also think it's... Prime for a serial killer. They could, you know, dress up as one of the actors and then just go on a killing spree. That's what I think of. I mean, that shows a lot about our 
sort of psychology, really. Exactly. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, that's, I mean, but it, it's really like, it's just so good for the music, the smoke machine, the lighting, the lighting, the actors are obviously amazing, yeah. all dressed up, and um, then they're, they're not allowed to touch you. Thank God, because I think if they did, I'd have wet my pants. Yeah, so the first, first horror mazes I ever went to were at Thorpe Park. I mean, this was over 10 years ago, and the actors were allowed to touch you, so this is obviously pre-COVID. Yeah. So they would, like, put their fingers in your hair and stuff, and I think knowing that they can't touch you was a bit like, oh. Yeah, definitely. I mean, they came bloody close. Oh, they literally get right in your face. And I'm like, brush your teeth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a quote from Tank Girl. It is. Yeah. I'm so glad you got that. Of course, obviously. (laughs) But I think, I think Hinchinbrook House, the one near us, I think I could be wrong, but I think they're allowed to touch you. I might be wrong, but that's supposed to be horrific. Yeah, I want to go there. (laughs) I really want to go there. We should do, because this was, this was great because it kind of, although I started putting decorations up on the 1st of September, this has kicked off Halloween. Mm. September's Halloween Eve month and then October is Halloween month. So it's kicked it off nicely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just think if, you know, if Halloween's so much bigger over here now and if you want to do something, and then there was kids there. <laughs> I, I, I mean, kids are generally more fearless than... yeah. I was going to say humans. <laughs> well, they <laughs> children aren't humans; they're little demons. That's probably why they're not scared. Probably why they're not scared. Yeah, they're already they're already there. But yeah, it was. I mean, it was brilliant. But I think the jumps are great. But it was just it made me laugh so much. It's just embarrassing because I don't scare normal. No, you don't. <laughs> You don't, but we do a similar thing. When we get scared, we like dance on the spot. (laughs) And actually, I think we were quite lucky. We only got away with one injury on this event because the last horror mazes we went to in Alton Towers, again with Gooba, and our cousin Julia was there with us, at both of them. Um, I think I walked into her then, walked back and headbutted you. You did headbutt me. Yeah, you did. So, Although to be fair, we did a lot of tripping on this one. Yeah. I laughed at you tripping going up the stairs, and then immediately after, I tripped up the stairs. Yeah, I, yeah. What was your favourite zone? Carney Valley. Was it? Yeah. Just because it's just it's like for us, that's the ultimate scariness because yeah. we are so afraid of clowns. I'm just I'm trying to think where I screamed the most. The, the infirmary was good as well, though, because there's lots of little corners. You yeah, just... no, see, for me, when they brought out a dentist, I was like, why is a dentist there? It's an infirmary well, rather than a dental I'm practice. I'm scared of dentists. Oh, see, I'm not. I would have been better with, like, a mad doctor, scientist type person, I think. Mm. Like, I mean, with the human centipede type thing. Ew. <laughs> Coming along. I don't know. Like I say... Yeah. Okay. It's what was your me. favourite zone? Do you know I I don't know if I can choose. There was really good bits in every single one. Yeah. I think I did like the shadows. Yes, that was the, the one rabbit and outside. on the stilts. So that was the really great thing. Like some of the some of the mazes were inside mm. and then we wouldn't even really call them mazes. They were walkthroughs, yeah. weren't they? And then you just kept walking on this trail and then, the, like, Shadows was outside. So 
oh, that was brilliant because you were all in the trees mm-hmm. in the theme park. You had all this spooky music. It had started to rain at that point, so it was like proper atmospheric. Yeah. Smoke machines coming on, and then then you've got all the actors along the pathway, and there was a guy dressed up as this spooky ass rabbit. Oh my god! And he was running on stilts. So I think, oh god, he's going to do himself a mischief. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, he was quite creepy. It was like the, <laughs> the, the actors are brilliant. Yeah, they're they're just really good, and they're all very very different. Like to the, we love them so much. We're actually thinking of becoming scare actors for next year. No, I think we should do that next yeah. year. I would love to do that. So next would year. I. I'd like to do some sort of. Oh, I don't know which bit I'd like to do. I want to run after people. Well, yeah, but like, what kind of character? Oh, I want to be like. Um, I liked the creepy doll that was like yeah. said to you. <gasps> Play be with my me. friend. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> be my no. friend. <laughs> I don't want to be your friend anymore. I don't alone. <laughs> Play with me. No. <laughs> uh-uh. I don't think so. But even like Julia, it, you know, she yes, she jumps at films and things, but she's very brave and she's yeah. normally the one that goes in front. And mm-hmm. um, but even stuff was making her jump because she saw she's really scared of the nun, isn't she? <laughs> and we saw some. Was that in the sh- on the sh- in the shadows? No, that was Hellevate. Oh, Hellevate. So I think that was um, after the guy that I said looked like Charles Manson. Oh yes. Yeah, and he was like, "Oh, such a compliment," and then he really liked Goober's beard. Yeah, and then um, yeah, it was all his weird witchy sister type things. Then that we went up it. the stairs. And it was the weird demon thing with the ram's horns or whatever they yeah, were. Yeah, that was really scary. And the weird, almost contortionist, witchy person. And oh, yeah. then the nun came and walking the nun towards him. Like, <gasps> yeah, that was. I've never seen her like scared of anything like that before. That was quite amusing. And then when we were going into the shadows, you had that guy with like all the garlic on the thing and he oh, was like yeah. kind of swinging about oh Junior, he's gonna whip you and then he like literally was going after her and she's like oh my god he is <laughs> <laughs> and, the, and the thing i've noticed obviously the more scared you appear the more they will go after mm. you and but i you know it's just i try and be brave but it's it's i'm all right if i'm face to face with them it's when they jump out from corners it's the jump yeah. that gets me the unexpectedness exactly and the so the abyss which is where i got my injury <laughs> that was really interesting because there there was own well i don't want to ruin it i mean in fact i'm not going to say too much about the abyss because i think people should go and experience it but it was very much a play on the sen- sensory deprivation yeah and the fact that it was dark and then it was strobing and it was smoky constantly on edge constantly on edge because you're just thinking some bastard is going to jump out at any minute yeah do you know who that bastard was Goober. Goober. But I just presumed it was one of the horror actors. And you cannot see in there, can you? No. And so I tried to leg it and literally just headed straight into a metal wall. It, which <laughs> now I have like a big lump on my knee. Lish has grown another knee. You can't stop looking at him. But I'm kind of... It would have been funny if we were filming that because I filmed loads of it, but I just felt like that that was just for us. That, that was, was just for the cult. That was my special moment of my life, I think. And then I think Julia grabbed my hair and I was like, oh, oh, I've got extensions in. Get off! We've got hat and extensions. Don't ruin the situation. That was, yeah. I, I, I wonder if that's why we're so tired because obviously adrenaline and then yeah. we were laughing so much. Oh, it was, it was a cracking night. And I'm so glad that I did it with you lot. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine doing that with other people. I think 
You definitely have to go with other spooky types. Oh, yeah. And I think if you've got a bigger group, it's better. Yeah. Um, you know, because if like I'd go, I'd go with Ant, but it's I think it's more fun if like Ant was with all of us. Obviously, he's missed it. But yeah, yeah, it's as a group. I think it was the best thing we we could have done. Yeah, and the really nice thing is they've like all the set dressing's amazing, and the fact that it's situated in an abandoned theme park, and when you when you go, you go through like the the signage at the front, mm. and there's fairground rides there. Yeah, which you can actually go on. So that kind of you know. It, adds to it set, sets a scene doesn't yeah. it and then you start sort of like queuing you have to sign a disclaimer which <laughs> it, undulating surfaces oh, having to sign disclaimer for anything scary just that just makes it even more scary yeah because you're like shit what might happen I'm but end up possessed or dead well obviously we know what what might happen we might run into walls fall down things because it's <laughs> it's all through the woods isn't it so we are our own clumsy worst enemies yeah we are our own danger essentially like the actors <laughs> we didn't need to be scared of them we're scared of ourselves <laughs> yeah and then we insisted on wearing really clunky feeler trainers so i'm pretty sure that's why i was tripping over the barrier yeah, things quite possibly quite possibly i have to admit i did i liked the prison oh yeah but what for me what made Fortress. that really good was the music because it was all slipknot and things like that with the with the strobe lighting and whatnot yeah that was um, really fun that one and then <laughs> for us especially where you had that one prisoner who was clearly having a menti b head down in in their hands and they're just like shaking it and i walk past them like same these. Yeah. <laughs> Same right. But you're pretty much one of us. Yeah, you, you know. don't scare me. You are me. Yeah. Do you want to come, come and have a drink with us? Yeah. Talk it out. out. Yeah, yeah. fine. Oh, it's, that was brilliant. So that was in probably one of the largest buildings that's left yeah. on, on the theme park. I can't remember what that used to be. I think it was like an indoor play sort of area. So they would have had like ball pits and stuff in there because mm. it was really tall and slides and things. So yeah, that was that was really good. And again, it was the whole sensory thing because there was people banging on the walls yeah. and there was loads of corners and you're like, oh, who's going to be around the corner? That's the thing. You, you start screaming sometimes before anything's happened just because your body's in fight or flight. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, no, I'm ready, I'm prepared. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's almost like false starts, isn't yeah. it? Speaking of false stars, decontamination. Right, so so let's talk. So we had, so they kind of split it up. So in the middle, as we said before, there's um, basically a recovery zone <laughs> with with food, a bar, music. They've got fire dancers, fire eaters. It's, it's really great. And, you know, it's to make it a whole big experience mm. and really make the most of it, you can you know, like literally I, spend ages there. I do still think that it would have been better at the end. Okay. Yeah, because for me it lost momentum because those last few zones after that, I was a lot calmer. Right, okay. I In myself, I felt a lot calmer. Okay. See, I didn't. No? I was still like, oh, we've still got, you know, half to go. Oh. So. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I expected the refreshment airish bit at the end but mm. I kind of like the fact it was in the middle I think we have to agree to disagree on that one. Oh, that's fine it's the, the only first thing... time we've ever done that uh, pretty <laughs> sure the only thing um, that we have to feed back to them is there was no milk alternatives and we're vegans all I wanted was a damn coffee or a non-alcoholic beer oh yeah they didn't have that <laughs> so that's all I want and I couldn't use my vouchers for a Red Bull but you could use 
a drinks voucher for like a shot of a spirit. Yeah, but that is, but <laughs> normal n- normal people. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't mean that. Normies, normies won't get VIP passes. Uh, yeah, that's, that's true. just because. Oh, I don't know. Actually, they might do like VIP packages. I'm not sure. I know they do packages so you can stay in the hotel. Yeah, but how is a free shot of a spirit? Oh, I don't know. Rather than a Red Bull. Oh, no, that's nonsense. <laughs> it's silly. And okay, there should have been more vegan food. My Red Bull. But for, 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 for normal people, <laughs> for normal people who yeah. are not high maintenance, you know, there's a lot of choice there. And oh, and the good thing was, you know, when the the, the fire eaters got out the smoke, <gasps> yeah, sticks, the coloured smoke sticks, yeah, and then all of a sudden, some of the horror actors came running into the yeah. what we thought was the safe zone, and they're just running around the tables and, and screaming, screaming at, us. at everybody, and it was just you know you think you're safe but you're not. That was really cool because that was really unexpected. Really unexpected, yeah. yeah. That all was... of a sudden, this music started going, and you you see the um, the aerial dancer going around with this smoke thing. I'm like, oh look, she's dancing around with pink smoke. Yeah, I liked oh, her. And then all of a sudden, I started recognizing these figures from some of the songs. I'm like. Oh shit! I just <laughs> ran towards you guys. It's like the <laughs> but I think that, that it is the epitome of an immersive experience. Yeah, I think they do really well with it. And yes, it rained a little bit, but you've got to expect that. It's the north of England. Oh, come on, we're made of tougher stuff. Just, yeah. just wear the appropriate. It's almost clothing. October. Exactly. Only rained a little bit, and I think because you're going through the zones and it's very active, it's not. You warm yourself up. Oh, yeah. So at the, I think at the start, I started a little bit cold. And then immediately after we got going, I was like, I'm really hot. Yeah. <laughs> it's too hot now. Also having heart palpitations at the same time. <laughs> yeah. It turns out I'm actually a massive wimp. I never used to be. I don't think you're a wimp. I wouldn't use that word. What other word would you oh, use? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I Less crazy no. than me. That's not true. I don't know how to word that. Different. Mm. You're different. I'm just a bit more nervous. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse because I am my mother's daughter. This is true. I think maybe you need to do more things like that and then you're just like, you know. Or I could just live in a bubble. We could. No, that won't be fun. You can wheel me around. Like, well, push me around. Yeah, but And then then that way I'm really safe. Unless a horror actor gets hold of you and like pushes you down the hill into the woods. Okay. Well, that plan didn't. No. Won't work then. <laughs> but so overall, it was a success, wasn't it? Yeah. It, we there had is so much a tie fun. to cars, by the way, with the junkyard. So. Is, but also, <laughs> I think the tie with this is the fact that it's a spooky road trip. You know, as an event, it's a spooky road trip because you know it. It's it it started off obviously when I was visiting it as an urbex place yeah. that was a spooky road trip and then because it's a horror event a Halloween event you have to drive to get yeah. there and it's not you know you really go with a group of friends so it is it's just like a little fun road trip to do yeah okay we'll go with that but I know it's going to take me about a week to get over this <laughs> yeah well we are all really like we re- we didn't drink or anything we we're just tired because it was. It was a lot. I'm just going to have to take beta blockers to slow my heart down. I'm still going. <laughs> it was brilliant. It was really, really good. And I'm so glad that we were invited and I would recommend it. Yeah. It's something I like to do every year. Definitely. Definitely. 
it was yeah it was really awesome and and I know that when we were speaking to one of the, the members of staff weren't we and they were saying that it had all changed since last year yeah that's pretty so there cool. were more zones there were different zones it was a different setup so if you've been one year next year it's gonna be different yeah so they really you know they like keep it interesting they full-on ham it up with everything and it's, yeah it is great it is great and I'm I'm glad we did it I think that's a really good way to kick off October and it just makes me want to do more immersive Halloween stuff. So we're going to have to figure out. But we thought, you know, seeing as we're doing Cars on the Cob, we should tell people about it. Yes. So that they go can go. do it. So yeah, go on. If you go on Ugh, there. Don't put pictures oh. of clowns up. Why would you? <laughs> Mark's just put a picture of a clown up Mm-mm. and Ali's n- noping her way out of that. <laughs> yeah. There's, so, um, if you go on to, I'm only on Instagram, so they're on Instagram as uh, at Scarcity Experience, and you can follow the hashtag Scarcity. And then there's loads of information on their website, which is www.scarcity.co.uk. There's tons of photos from previous events, the maps on there, all the infos on there, all the different zones are on there. Um, it's sponsored by uh, uh, Swizzler's Sweets, like old school oh, yeah, sweet company. Oh, yeah, we've got free sweeties at the end of it. So we've got sweeties. And it's just, yeah, it's a brilliant event. And I think the actors were brilliant. Like, that, it, you need some stamina mm. to keep doing that for, for the hours that they did it. And, yeah, it just looks like, it's like, it looks like so much fun from their point of view as well. Yeah. Well, we're on it for next year. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. And I think now that I know that the hotel is open again next year, because that used to be the hotel for the theme park. Oh, that's cool. And it was open and then they shut it. And now I've seen they've opened it again. So I think it must be in collaboration with Scarcity City Experience because you can get a package where you stay there because it is out of the way if you're not, Mm. if you don't live up north, but it's well worth the journey. Oh, for sure. Make it into a road trip. Go with all your friends. Go with your family. It's Bring sachets of oat milk if you don't drink dairy yeah. milk. <laughs> Probably not good for young children, but there were some teens there. Yeah. But yeah, it was, we, we well, so basically we had a lovely time. Yeah. And the fact that it, there's like so much history there as well. Yeah, that's cool. Just makes it even better. So yeah, definitely, definitely recommend that. Check it out. We're going to put loads of pictures on Instagram. I'm going to make some reels out of the videos we recorded. So they'll be on on there as well. They'll also be on our individual platforms, which is mentioned in the bio of Cosmo Macabre. It's got our individual yeah. things as well. But to be fair, all the spooky stuff will be shared on Cosmo Macabre. Absolutely. Well, thank you for taking our listeners on that journey throughout Scare City experience. Thank you for coming. It <laughs> was brilliant. Thank you all for listening. Um, find us on Instagram at Cars of the Macabre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Email us at Cars of the Macabre at gmail.com. And don't forget to like review subscribe send all the good vibes and all the good love and until next time make sure you no 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 No? this was brought to you by park lane studios i'm so sorry and and, i do love you and park lane studios came with us so that it was experienced by the whole gang the whole gang whole gang yeah so carry on thank you (laughs) and in the meantime stay Stay spooky spooky bitches. bitches